human beings of the world, it's time to enter the spoilerverse through our secret portal at the exclusive Arctic Club in beautiful downtown Seattle with John and Kenrick. Welcome to Spoiler Country. Hey, if you're listening to our show for the first time and you're on one of the social medias that we're on, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those kinds of things, you should always check us out on scpod.net. But if you want to keep up with our latest episodes, you should bring out your smartphone, get into your favorite podcatcher, find Spoiler Country, and hit subscribe. Then you'll get all our new stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in two ways. You can call us, leave us a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Or you can shoot us an email at spoilercountry at gmail.com. All right. Oh, join the cult of the Spoilerverse and welcome back to Spoiler Country. I'm Kenneth Regan. That is Mr. <laughs> Horsley. <laughs> and today hey, on the show, well, it's Joe Hill's Lock and Key, the Netflix version. Yeah. Hey, before you listen to this episode, you need to be aware, tons of and tons of massive spoilers ahead. All the spoilers. Oh, I was going to say something there you to go. you. Oh, you missed out. Well, you, you always Here. take all the talking. <laughs> all the spoilers. <laughs> did you know about this this comic book before the show? I did know about uh, Lock and Key. I think the first time I read a Lock and Key book, I only read like two of them, and I loved them. Right. It's just my local LCS just doesn't. I, I, I didn't subscribe to him because I had so many subscriptions that I just didn't subscribe to this one because it was like, oh, my God, there's one more. And it's been around since, like, what, 2006, 2009, somewhere around there? Something like that. It's been around for a while. Yeah. And so they, have, they already have all these ones. So the ones that I read was well into it. All the stuff was going on, and I was just like, I don't even I don't even know. But I love the concept of it, you know? 2008 is when it started. Yeah. I was close. You were close. Yeah. yeah. I was close. I was in between. Um, it was in between, around I said 2006 it. to 2009, <laughs> somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> I knew of it. I, I, Joe Hill always does a great book. So if you see his name on there, you got to give it a chance, right? I think it's funny that his it's Stephen King's son, and he changed his last name. Otherwise, he'd be Joe King. Yeah. <laughs> Joe King. <laughs> That's right. He's joking. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably he's like, thanks, Dad. He's good, though. He, yeah, he's, he's, good. he's come out on his own thing and does his own thing. Yes. And Lock and Key was good. I mean... It's it's funny because I didn't realize it until after I watched the show. We'll get into the show here in a little bit, but I didn't realize it until after uh, I watched it. Then I was looking it up and I was like, "Oh, they made a movie about this back in 2011." I didn't know that until you said it. He was like, "Did you know they make a movie?" And I was like, "What? No." Yeah. Is it called Lock and like, Key? It's called Lock and Key. Yeah. And it has. I mean, it has some decent actors in it too. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's like the, yeah. So it's like, okay, I know, I mean, I never, I didn't know that, I didn't know at all they did that. Netflix has doubled down on Joe Hill too, because they did his uh, short story in the tall grass as a movie. Yeah, yeah, I watched that one. Did you watch that one? Yeah, we watched it at your house. Oh, you did, that's right, we did. Yeah, <laughs> it was a while that. ago. I didn't know that was Joe Hill until after I did, so after I like read up on him a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that one too. But no, Lock and Key was good. So did you, did you like watch it? Like, did you binge it on one sitting? I did. I did. Uh, Sunday. I stu- uh, Tafine t- tell me about it. She was, you got to watch Lock and Key because she did that. She just binged it in like a day and a half. She was like done. 
And I was like, all right, right I'll, I'll check it out. I mean, I saw the previews on Netflix and I'm like, that's, that looks pretty cool. I mean, I, you know, right. I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. So when I started, right. when I watched the first one, that was it. I was like, okay, second one, third one, all of a sudden I'm five in. I'm like, well, I might as well finish the last five. <laughs> <laughs> might as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved it. I can't wait for the second season already. I thought it was great. There, it's like, they're like, they, they walk a really thin line between appropriate for kids and not appropriate for kids. You know, it's so funny you say that because when I told Kaylee, because kind of a little backstory, Kaylee and I watched it. I think we watched it over two nights, maybe three total to watch all of it. Right. right? Which you didn't even um, tell me you were watching just, it. I would have watched it a long time ago. Yeah. We just we just put it on. Kaylee was like, oh, what's this show? We watched it because the graphic was cool with the you know the, the key going in the back of the neck. And like earlier today, she was like, you know, that it's in, like you just said, it's a show that it's like kind of like a kid show, young kid show, but it totes that line where it has some adult themes, adult stuff in it, but it has those kid tones of, but it, but it's, but it's, but it's not, it's kiddie. like, you know, it's not like, it's like Goonies for adults. Yeah. Yeah. In some ways. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, I mean, this deals with the supernatural and Goonies very much. So makes you think they're dealing with the supernatural, but they're really not, you know? Right. And, uh, but they go that extra mile. I mean, there's just some scenes like, you know, was just too scary. For, I think it would be too scary for kids. Like, I don't know. Like, I never like to see kids get murdered. And it seems like to be a theme oh, right now. It's a huge theme in the last couple of years. Says, oh, there's have the kids get murdered. Yeah. Like when that little kid gets his head cut off or knocked off. And uh, what is that movie? The um, oh, God. Uh, Casey uh, Keep was uh, talking about it for a while. Well, there's also the kid who gets killed in The Quiet Place. Yeah. In The Quiet Place. And then, yeah. And then that one. And then. What? This one where and she this pushes one, the kid onto the subway tracks and it's just like, <laughs> right? dang, it's man, like, it's like over and over and over again. And I never really liked seeing kids get, like teenagers seems to be okay for some reason. <laughs> all right. Murder all the teenagers you want, but leave the little kids alone, all right? Yeah, like, yeah, like if they're like 12 and under, I don't want to see it, you know? <laughs> yeah. But if they're on 16, 17, they're just <laughs> assholes anyways. Go ahead and murder <laughs> Screw them. them, who cares? <laughs> I mean, if they're 16, they're probably going to be an asshole. I should know from experience. But right, right. <laughs> Well, I always just think of like all the slasher films. They're all like teenagers, right? They're all high schoolers. Oh, right. Totally. Like, you know, totally. Nightmare on Elm Street and, you know, Friday the 13th. All of those. They're all like, you know, right. Halloween. So for anyone out there who hasn't seen Lock and Key, should we kind of like describe what the show is about? Or just let them be, let them guess? Yeah. Yeah. You want to you do it? I'm going to read the Wikipedia premise for this because I don't want to try to do it on my own. <laughs> so from Wikipedia, it says... After Randall Locke is murdered at the hands of former student Sam Lesser, his wife Nina is forced to move with her three children, Tyler, Kinsey, and Bodie, from Seattle to Matheson, Massachusetts, and take residence in Randall's family home, Key House. The children soon discover a number of mysterious keys throughout the house that can be used to unlock various doors in magical ways. However, they become aware of a demonic entity that is also searching for the keys for its own malevolent purposes. Yeah, you know, Lock and Key, the comic book, and even the yeah. show has a very Japanese anime feel to it. It does. But it, even though it's not, it's it's completely, one, it's completely American. And two, um, you know, it's obviously live action. And then, of course, the right. comic book. But the feel of it just has a very I, Japanese anime feel to it. To me, I, I, that's how I felt when I was watching it. I was like, you could do this as a Japanese anime and it would translate really, really well. It would translate extremely. Because the whole concept of the magical keys opening things, that's, that, I mean, that's very, 
very animate like, but yeah. it, they do it in such a good way because they tote that line of they don't over explain everything, right? But yeah. they do they explain enough to where you understand what these keys are doing and what what's happening with them, but they don't like go into detail. Like I, I feel like sometimes like I want detail of background stuff, but sometimes like this, I don't really want to know how those keys are made yet. I want to just live in the mystery I don't need of to what know. they do. I really yeah, don't I need, to know. need to know. I love the twists and turns. I figured out the big twist. Like like bring me uh, the third episode spoilers. in. I'm like, oh, that one. Uh, spoilers, spoilers for everybody there. What, what, what's the big twist you figured out? So, so I, don't know, I don't know if I had the same one. So for me, it was Gabe. Is it Gabe, the kid that gets her to fall in love uh, with but, him? Not Scott with one T, but the other guy and the guy that plays the lobster guy. I knew he uh, was Gabe, Dodge. Yeah. yeah. I was like, he's just too weird. And it was like, it was too, um, you know, they try to play it <laughs> off like, oh, it could be this. It could not be that. But too much was going See, on, and I, I was like, oh, especially when they out. showed, the first time they show the key that make, allows you to change your appearance, I was like, all bets are off. It could be anybody. Right. See, I, I, I've recently, I've gotten to this mode where like, like in our family here, when I thought you're part of the family too, but in our household, <laughs> like it used to be me who tries to figure out all the things as the show's watching, Kaylee's like, la, 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 let's watch the show, la, yeah. la, la. But in the last yeah, like yeah, five yeah. years, it's switched to where Kaylee's the one that is figuring everything out. And I'm watching it going, she's paying attention. La, 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 what's going on? Yeah. Like well, she's most paying of the time, attention. I'm just enjoying the show. Yeah. Most of the time, that one's just so right there in front of my face. I was like, oh. And it, it, if, some, if I was watching somebody, I wouldn't have said it out loud. You know what I mean? I just, uh, see, in my I, head, I was like, oh, but I watched it alone, which was kind of cool. You see, I didn't catch, I didn't figure out that the demon was using the key to change their appearances to be like, to be Gabe and everybody else. And because at the end you find out that the demon is also is basically tricking both the bro- older brother and the sister Tyler and Kinsey as both their love interests, you know. Yeah. And I didn't figure that out until like literally like fifteen minutes before the reveal in the last episode. Oh yeah, yeah. And well, I, liked, so I was like, it's I them. Kay- and Kinsey figured out Gabe first. She's like, oh, it's Gabe. I'm like, it's not. Oh, it is Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the. Uh, I, I love the 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 twist of Melissa. Is it Melissa? Ellie. Which one? Ellie being Dodge at the end. Oh, right, right. And getting thrown into the gate, and you're just like, oh, that was a good yeah, twist. Yeah. That was very Stephen King. Yeah. And like that part right there, I was I was like, that's not that's that's not Dodge. That's not Dodge. That's well, it was the else. reaction when they when she wakes up. You're like, oh my God, that's not her. Yeah. You know, because yeah. there's a part of me that's like, that could be her, you know what I mean? And and they're getting rid of that big bad, but they've opened it up. So there could be another big bad that that has gotten through, you know? Yeah, it seemed it seemed too easy at that point. Like, oh, no, this can't, this just can't be how it ends, you know? Right, right. Well, see. And it wasn't. Yeah, but it could be a bigger bad, you know what I mean? Well, and it might be because now, because spoilers, obviously, but there's now two of them, two demons opened yeah. up at the end. Yeah, I don't think, I don't know. It'll be interesting. It's going to be really, really interesting to see where they go with this because, uh, damn, that was a lot of fun. Have you read? Have you read any of the comics? You said a couple of them, right? Yeah, I read a couple of them, but I downloaded because if you have Comicsology, they're all free yeah. on the Comicsology Unlimited. Nice. So I'm going to read. I was wondering all how them close from this the, is to the comics. Well, I can tell you, like I read the first issue, and it was it's a lot different. It's not a lot different. Uh, the, the the themes are the same. The the order of operations are different. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. You know what I mean? And like um some of the things I mean like the first scene, he's actually already has like I think it's it must be his dad and his mom or somebody in the truck murdered in the back of the truck. 
when he goes up to their house. Right. Okay. But I think the TV show that all the elements are there, you know, and they do such a great job. It's like, you know, you don't have to be exact. It's a guideline really. Right. It was a very, um, exactly, exactly. I don't think that shows or movies based off of any kind of comic book should be the exact same, right? It should be using no. a guideline and make its own thing out of it. That we have more. That we have more than one interpretation of it. You know. Well, yeah, that's the thing. If it's like, I think the older I get, I, there was a time there that I was like, oh my god, so against making any major changes and don't do this and don't do that. And oh, same. Now I feel like I'm just kind of like, eh, well, you know, it's a different vision of the same story. And as long as all the is the heart is there, right? Yeah. Then. then as long as it- then it's probably fine, you know? And and really, if you want the same story, then you'd have to have the creator direct it and pick everything out and, you know, and it's just, it's right. a process that's well, not like, going to be No direct, nobody who takes on a story like a director or writers of a screenplay ad- adapting something that wants to tell the same exact thing. You know, where's the fun, where's the fun in that? Like, I, I'm the same way, as the older I get, the more I'm like, no, as long as they take it, keep the themes the same, keep the overall idea the same and, but make it their own. I'm totally fine with any changes. I mean, that's, that's why when it comes to like the superhero stuff these days, I'm like, cast whoever you want is whoever you want. Just do a good job of capturing the spirit of the character. That's all I care about. I don't need to be an exact representation of, of anybody. I just need to be close and be, you know, not close, but be like, a, a you know, the, thematically the character and then just, you know, take it its own direction. I don't really care anymore. And we're recording again. And we're back. We had some technical difficulties. And um, yeah. So, Anyways. Yeah. What were we talking about? Oh, well, I were talking about locking key. I'm not sure. I have no idea where we were in our conversation, to be completely honest. Oh, this is like an old school episode. This is like an old school episode. Hey, everything's fucked up. We'll just, we'll just start right here. Yeah. So <laughs> I enjoyed the show. I thought it was a lot of fun. One thing we can say, we gave away all the endings. We did. All the endings. And I apologize for that. <laughs> Because I, I kind of feel like, I don't know if we gave a good enough warning. Maybe we can go, hey, before you listen to this episode, you need to be aware, tons and tons of massive spoilers ahead. All <laughs> the spoilers. Oh, I was going to say something there you too. Go. Oh, you missed out. Well, you, you always Here. take all the talking. <laughs> all the spoilers. <laughs> there we go. We're done. Yay. <laughs> what do you think of... All the new shows coming out on Netflix that are in the style of this. They had the whole dark show that was like out of Germany. Mm -hmm. They have this one. They have Stranger Things. They're really like, they're really battening down or doubling down on the supernatural horror kind of stuff. I think Netflix is trying to tend to like lock this genre in as like the place to be for this genre. Because a lot of the stuff they do... I mean, maybe it's yeah. because of what I watch there, but a lot of stuff I see on there is this type of stuff. You know, Sabrina, Lock and Key, Standard Supernatural, things, yeah. All this kind of stuff is showing up there. And it's like, it feels like they're trying to, like I said, you know, corner the market on this, on this, on this stuff. And they're doing a damn good job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even Lucifer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Lucifer, like, goes right in. And they're doing the, they've announced this is the last season. That's sad. But yes. Kind of letting them go out on their own thing. But now there's a huge petition to try to get them to, to do another season, right? Which I think they should just do movies. They should just do movies. Well, and the thing about Lucifer is they're not they're not ending the show because nobody wants to watch it. They're ending the show because they 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 said that's at a point where they can stop. They, they, they the story ends, you know. But I think yeah. they, should, they, yeah. they can always tell, tell more stories for Lucifer. But 
you know, I think just like stuff like Lock and Key and Lucifer and all. So it's just Netflix is a great place to do it because one, there's already a huge fan base of stuff people who like that that genre there because of what yeah. they've been doing for the last you know several years, and yeah, the, the creators have the freedom to kind of you know push the boundaries on, on some things, not have to fall into. I mean, I'm not for I'm not all for like you know making things adult to make them adult, but I like the fact that you can tell stories that are stories and not have to worry about horrible some censorship, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I like it when they can cater to an audience. Yeah. You know, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. No, it's not. I mean, there is something to say when you're restricted, you come up with more creative ways to be creative. Agreed. But, but at the same time, it's kind of nice that you can, you know, these creators are going to a place that they can just kind of almost do what they want for, you know, except for doing a full blown porn. Right. You know, Netflix has been pretty, you know, pretty freewheeling in what they want to do and how they want to do it. I mean, those Marvel shows were brutal, legit, they were brutal, freaking gritty. Yeah, as they should be because the style, you know? style of show fit that. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's going to be interesting. It is. I'm wondering what Hulu is going to do because have you watched Castle Rock on Hulu? I have not. No, it's really good. I think it's really good, and it fits this type of genre. You know, yeah. it's basically what they're doing is. Do you know do you know the concept of Castle Rock? Not a clue. So it's it's in Stephen King's universe. Uh, is it is a Stephen King and, show? And they use characters from all his books. Oh, that's that cool. That create this new thing that, you know, they're all like basically within the universe of Stephen King and you'll see a lot of the characters uh coming across all that stuff. Like one of the things is they're talking with this they have uh one of the guys well the the guy that plays Pennywise uh in the movies, it He's Scar's guard. Is he, right? he's in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not it, but the actor is in it. Bill Scarsgard. Yeah. I think he's playing Randall Flagg. They haven't said that's his name. You know what I mean? But he's like a very devil worshipped guy. Wait, you say Randall Flagg? Yeah. Isn't he from you know who Randall Flagg is? Isn't he from No, who is who is he? Randall Flagg is the demon. Flagg. Uh, Maybe not Randall. Just Flagg. From it, he's the demon in stand in, in no in the stand. Oh, okay. So, but flag is, is isn't it Randall Flag? I haven't read a lot of Stephen King, so I don't. Well, no, I need to look it up real quick. I feel like an idiot. Yeah, it's Randall Flag in Castle Rock. He plays in he plays he plays Henry Deaver, the kid in Castle Rock. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. Randall Flag is a demon, <laughs> and and he's in multiple stories for Stephen King. He's like the overarching demon for Stephen King. Oh, is he? He's Stephen King Satan. Oh, nice. That's the best way to to, to, to describe him in, in my mind. You know what I mean? Right. I think his first appearance is in um, Dragon Eyes, I think it's called. Right, right. And then he's in a few Stephen King novels. And he seems to always be that archetype, that that arch demon that, that is controlling all the puppets. So you said Randall Flagg. For some reason, my brain thought of the, the character Flagg from Suicide Squad. I was like, he's in Suicide Squad? <laughs> No, yeah, <laughs> no, no. It's Randall. I was right. It's Randall Flag. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, if you go, if you go to the like, I think Randall Flag is even in the Dark Tower. Yeah. If you go to the Wikipedia, it says portrayed by Alexander Skarsgård, TBA. So his brother's playing him something. Oh, because Bill Skarsgård is was it and plays on Castle Rock, but then on here it says Alexander Skarsgård is, is playing Randall Flag in something. Oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting. So I wonder what. Yeah, he's played by Matthew McConaughey in um in the Dark Tower movie, The Gunslinger. It's it's kind 
it's kind of interesting. Oh, is is that who he's played by? Matthew McConaughey in the Dark Tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's it's it's really it's a cool character that uh, I don't know it. But Castle Rock on Hulu. Anyways, reg- I digress. <laughs> Castle Rock on Hulu uh, is is it's all about that. You know, in the Stephen King universe, this last season was uh, Kathy Bates's character in Misery. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right. And she's played by, uh, what's her name? Oh, man, she did such a wonderful job. And it's really how she got to the house that she's in and where she got the infatuation with the author. Oh, Misery? Yeah. It takes it, it, it walks you up to the point where she takes over, the that she's at the house where she lives in. Uh-huh. That's and you, cool. And, and the whole thing, the whole thing, so spoilers alert. Spoilers. So the whole thing is... It starts off with her. You don't really know that's her until the end of the... I mean, you kind of figure it out. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But you really don't... You're not 100% sure until the end of the of the, uh, of the the season. And, and there's only two seasons, and I think the whole goal is each season is going to be a different take on the characters of Stephen King. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. But imagine being a, a writer or creator that has done such has such prolific work that you can make a TV show just about your your stuff like that. Like that's yeah. insane. Oh my god, it's incredible. And he's he and Stephen King's. A, I think he's a producer on it. Yeah, yeah. It starts off though with her like as a teenager, and her dad's helping her like learn how to read and write and do all this stuff, and mm-hmm. she, they have to get as tutor. And then the dad falls in love with the tutor, and they end up getting pregnant, and then. Her mom tries to kill her and herself because their whole world got rocked upside down because her dad left her for the tutor that they got her. Right, right. And then she survives. She gets out of the car that they drive into. She drives the car into a lake. She survives. And then like, you know, like six months later, the baby's born and everything. And she ends up going wacko and stealing the baby and killing her dad and the tutor and and knife and the tutor. And then... She takes off and she raises the kid up until it's a teenager. And then all this crazy shit happens, dude. I mean, I, I don't want to, you can't get into everything that happens, but it's nuts. It's nuts. And then the whole time this town is being taken over because they're in Castle Rock right next to Salem's lot. And the house of Salem's lot is pure evil. And all these like witches from 200 years ago are coming back to life and doing like a body snatchers type thing all the while this other shit is going on. And you're just like, what the fuck you're watching it. It just blows your mind. That's crazy. That's crazy. So I looked it up yeah, real quick for this. It's just to circle back around to the, I was in his playing Randall flag, right? He's playing yeah. him in the, in the upcoming stand movie, the stand. Oh yeah. They're redoing the stand, which I don't understand what they're doing because they did such a great job on that, on the TV show. They did. I, I liked the TV show when it came out. I watched it. I loved it. They did a great job. I read that book and then, you know, two years later, the TV show, the the miniseries comes out, and it was like they, because they did it as a miniseries, they were able to do the book because that book is like nine hundred some odd pages long. Yeah, it's a huge book. Yeah, yeah, and they did a lot of it. They couldn't do all of it, but they did a lot of it, and I thought it was great. I don't, I don't know how they're going to do it as a movie. Are they going to do it like, like, is it going to be like a trilogy? It must be a trilogy. It's got to be at least a two-parter because that's a, I mean, they did, they did it as a two-parter, right? So they're probably going to at least do a stand as a two, probably a trilogy. I don't know. I haven't looked it up, but I yeah. mean, it's got to be more than one movie because you can't tell that did story it, Did you ever read? Hours. You weren't a big Stephen King reader? My, I wasn't. See, my sister, she's a huge, she's, she's the biggest Stephen King fan I know. She has a, a bookshelf in her house 
full of every Stephen yeah. King book ever written. And when I say every Stephen King book <laughs> ever written, I mean she has a copy of My Pretty Pony, which is like one of the rarest Stephen King books to buy. She has all of the Bachman books from before they were My Pretty was, Pony? Yep. Yep, look it up. Oh. It's a hard one to find. She has a copy of it. She's got like everything. Yeah. I mean, she, she doesn't have like, she's not 100% done with her collection of Stephen King stuff, but she's got like more than I've ever seen anybody have of Stephen King. It's insane. She's read, and she's read them all. And I've actually, I've actually never read a Stephen King book, to be honest. Uh, Kaylee has now. Kaylee's read is reading it right now, which is pretty cool. But I've never read any Stephen King book. I've watched a lot of the movies. I've watched probably all the movies I, he's he's been around for. I so I, I read Dragon Eyes like a long time ago. Yeah, and then I read uh, the anthology series that had like the uh, oh god, where they're on the plane and they're being chased by the nothing basically. Right, and it's, existence is being eaten out of existence, and then. The one with the vampire pilot where the guy's on his little airport and basically a vampire lands its plane and it's like the Red Baron kind of thing. Right. And then I've read quite a few and I've read like the first three of the Dark Towers. But then like from like the third to the fourth book, it took him like 15 years. (laughs) Right. I'm done, dude. I'm not going back and reading that now because then I'd have to go back and read those and they're all... You know, they're kind of slow moving. See, I tried that. I, that you know? I tried reading The Gunslinger, right? Because my sister tried to get me into Stephen King my whole life. Yeah, that's a good one. I couldn't get, I, I got, honestly, that's the only one I've ever read. And I got like two chapters in and I just, I just got bored and stopped. It's slow. Yeah, it's slow. It's slow. Which yeah, is fine. I, I, I think if you want to like really get into Stephen King, you do the short stories. Yeah. Which you I know, might try. Because those are the ones where he's just a master. Everybody loves them, you know, but I. Yeah. My cousin, Chris or Paul. We called him Chris for a long time because it's Paul Chris. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> whatever. my cousin Paul, he um, he was a big Stephen. He's he is a big Stephen King fan. He's got like the first edition, first printing of the Cadillac, which is a short story mm-hmm. that turned into um, oh god, what movie? Did, it turns into one of the movies. No, I can't remember. It's like, it's, like, ah, it's gonna drive me nuts. It's not Christine, is it? it no, I don't. No, think it's, it's, Christine's own, it's his own book. Yeah, you know it's. Well, the thing with the short stories is that they could be a short stories, but then they could be, he could, they could rewrite them as a full length story, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's Dolan's Cadillac. It was originally published in Castle Rock, Kevin King's official newsletter in a monthly installment from February, June 85 to 93, uh, was collected in Nightmares and Dreamscapes, which I read that one. Mm-hmm. Maybe it wasn't a, a movie. Oh, wait, adaptations. Here we go. Maybe it was, uh, Maybe it was the uh, w- was the one that inspired. Sometimes they come back, right? Did you ever see that movie? No, I didn't see that one. Oh, maybe it's I don't know. Anyways, you know it's Stephen King, right? So if if you check your messenger, Karen, I just sent you a picture of my sister's Stephen King collection. It's a it's her Stephen King and Joe Hill collection. And you can, oh, she got into Joe Hill. Yeah, well, she reads all of them. How long has Joe Hill been out doing stuff? Uh, he published his first novel in twenty or two thousand seven. Oh wow! Yeah, but he's been so. He, he, I, I didn't know this, but Joe wrote Horns, too, with the the movie. Oh, with da- with Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, he wrote the book that's based off of. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, that really is. That's a fun movie. That I like. I enjoyed original. It. Yeah, I enjoyed the hell of it. It was pretty fun. And the show. Oh, I. He also wrote the Cape. Did you watch that show? I, you know what? They they canceled it, it before did. I ever got a chance to watch it. <laughs> it was the sh- like I went to watch it. It was gone. It was gone. Like. 
I swear to God, they canceled it before they even, like, I think they showed the trailer and said, oh, it's canceled. Yeah. The and sh- then played, like, one episode or something. The show is pretty terrible, but he, he wrote the comic that it's based off of. Oh, I didn't even know it was based off a comic yeah, book. Yeah, the comic came out in 2010. There's actually several comics, 2010, 2011, 2012, and another one in 2018 um, for the cape. Uh. But he wrote, yeah, the, the show, was, the show was, was not very fun. But the comic, I heard the comic was pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty prolific. Yeah, he writes a lot of stuff, and it's funny because I didn't know what it looked. I, I didn't know what it looked like, but I looked him up, and he pretty much looks like his dad with a beard. Yeah, yeah, they, they look very similar. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna try to get him on. We are. Gonna We're try trying get him on. really hard. Jeff's been trying now for months to get him to, to respond, and and we're gonna try going through Titan Comics because he did some things for Titan Comics. Yep. So. So, Joe Hill, if you're listening to this uh, episode, we want you to come on the show and no, talk no, to Andrew us. No, no, Andrew Sumner, if you're listening to this, we got requests from you. <laughs> or, or, or anybody who knows them or can get in contact with them, let, it, let, you know, let them know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, that's a, a discombobulated weirdness of a show. I mean, it was going good. Then we had an interruption interrupt in the middle. But, I mean, it's kind of all in the same theme of Lock and Key, Joe Hill, and Stephen King. So it's all kind of, it, all, it all comes together here. Yeah, it all comes together. I hope you guys really enjoyed that. Um, we're trying to put some different stuff out. Yeah. But if you love interviews, we got a shit ton of interviews. So many and interviews. They are a lot of fun. They are. Yeah. I mean, just tonight, Casey talked with Jacob Hopkins, who's the voice of the amazing gumball on Cartoon Network. Yep. And, and he's also cool uh, Adam Goldberg's best friend in Goldberg's. We had a lot of technical difficulties tonight, folks. Yeah, a we lot. did. But we made it through. We made it to the end. You came on this journey. We made with it us. to the end. Yes. So ridiculous. You know what? What's Just that? open the mind and read more and watch Lock and Key <laughs> and scene. Yeah, actually, go watch Lock and Key. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Tell me what you think. Yeah. Tell us. What, hit us up on Twitter and tell us what you think. We'd like to know. At yeah. You made it through this crazy junkie of, a, of, a, of an episode, <laughs> right? I mean, it's kind of like, you know, whatever. It's janky. It's kind of scuzzy. Yeah. It, I mean, it is what it is. Dirty, dirty, dirty.